G'day, welcome along to another sermon from Good News Christian Church in Howrah, Tasmania, Australia. I'm Bernard Kane, I'm the pastor. Get in touch sometime at goodnewschristianchurch.org or why not come by one Sunday morning. For now, here's the sermon. Let's pray as we keep that passage open in front of us. God, would you help us now, please, to really get the Easter story even more than ever before. And we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Have you ever found yourself in one of those horrible situations where the bad guys won? Have you ever found yourself in one of those situations? That, that story with Jesus, it, it didn't end well, did it? Did the good, did the good guys win? In that ca- they didn't, did they? Have you ever found yourself in a situation where the ones who were doing the right thing didn't get rewarded? Uh, They didn't win and in fact the bad guys won. Perhaps a day where uh, it it happened to you and and the bad guys won against you. Perhaps a day where uh, you didn't tell anyone this at the time but at the end of the day you got yourself home and you're not afraid to say it now, you had a little cry. It was just horrible, it is horrible when the bad guys win or maybe you had a big cry, it wasn't a little one. Uh, Now kids, I'm talking to you. Uh, maybe you really hadn't done anything wrong this time, but but there was a smash and something got broken and he got hurt or she was in tears or or whatever it was and this time it was not your fault. You, You didn't do it. Like it really wasn't. Other times, sure, maybe it was my fault other times, but not this time. But then such and such blabbed and of course, and so and so made up a story. He wasn't even there. Everyone blamed you, the stinking liars. It was their word against just yours, and they believed the lies. And then for the rest of that, that whole day, everything just felt crummy, really, and unfair, and like no one understands, and, and what's even the point? Can you think of a time like that? When the bad guys won. It stinks. When you got the blame and the guilty ones got off and no one ever found out and they wouldn't even listen if, they, if, they, if you did tell them. Kids, I'm talking to you, but grown-ups, I'm talking to you as well, actually. Uh, maybe such and such and so and so conveniently insinuated that those deadlines those deadlines that were missed were all your fault. After all, where was your contribution? We needed it weeks ago. Never mind the fact that for the past month you've been patiently asking such and such and so and so for critical information from them, never mind that they only got around to giving it to you yesterday and you worked late into the night so that you at least had something to show, never mind that because it's your neck on the block. You held everything up, or so they say, and it's all your fault. Have you ever gone home for a little cry after work? It wasn't your fault. Um, Or snuck away from the others for a lonely lunch just so that you could be alone. Uh, Right now, we look together around the world each day and it feels uh, not so much like the bad guys are winning, but gosh, 
there are a lot of quiet and lonely tears, it feels to me a lot like the badness is winning at the present time around our world. And it just ain't right. You know, each day we stare at graphs of, of deaths per day. Uh, we're inundated, flooded with this growing tide of, of tears, these stories of people's suffering and mounting griefs. Uh, they can't even grieve in the way that they normally do, we normally do. Uh, perhaps we might be okay here, right where we are, perhaps, I guess time will tell. But friends, our world hasn't even come close to the peak of this thing yet, have we? I think I look out on a world right now where evil, it seems, has the upper hand. Uh, would you agree? It, it's come from nowhere and it is not fair the suffering that we're looking out upon. How do I know that God hasn't left us all alone? Where is He now? When the horror of this world's worst comes crashing in upon us. Folks, let's open up our Bible, uh, keep that uh, passage in Luke in, in front of you. Three quick things, three quick things from that passage that we read, the trial of Jesus where the bad guys won and the first is this and it is a sad thing, uh, the saddest thing I think, it is that the bad guys won, that's the first thing that we've got to sort of front up to and notice and admit, they did. Uh, let's, let's read it together, can you read along with me? So, here's the scene, Jesus has been arrested, we read that at the start of the service, they've told all of their lies about Him uh, to get Him killed Pilate is the judge, he's the boss, he's the one who gets to decide. He says who lives and dies. Let's take a look from Luke chapter 23, verse 13. Pilate called together the chief priests, the rulers and the people and said to them, you brought me this man, uh, Jesus, as one who is inciting the people to rebellion, I've examined him in your presence and have found no basis for your charges against him. All right, Jesus is innocent. That's what Pilate's saying. It's not his fault. Verse 15, neither has Herod, for he sent Jesus back to us. As you can see, he has done nothing to deserve death. Right, so here's Jesus, here's God as a man. Of course, he hasn't done anything wrong. He's a beautiful, strong, wonderful Jesus. I mean, have you read the stories of his life? Caring and kind, uh, courageous and love. But hello, verse 21, who is Pilate going to listen to? Verse 21, they kept shouting, crucify him, crucify him. For the third time, Pilate spoke to them, why, what crime has this man committed? I find, I found in him no grounds for the death penalty, therefore I'll have him punished and release him. But with loud shouts, they insistently demanded that he be crucified. And their shouts prevailed. So, Pilate decided to grant their demand, end of verse 25, surrendered Jesus to their will. Friends, what are we seeing here? Right under God's nose, right in God's face, right there with Jesus, the bad guys won. Now, why go on about that? It's because when the badness wins in our lives, I want us to remember this, God knows, God has faced this, 
God is no stranger to people telling lies about Him, people believing lies, people doing awful things to Him. God's no stranger to that. God knows and God cares. Our God knows what it's like when the bad guys win. Second thing, second thing. Do you know, do you realise that it was God's plan to let the bad guys win this time, in this place, with Jesus, I mean. God had a plan for the bad guys to win. And I'll tell you why in a minute, we'll look at why in a minute, but we need to hear this, because when the bad guys win around us, it can feel like that means God must be losing, or God doesn't care, or God's lost control, or is not as strong as the bad guys. Can you turn back a couple of pages in your Bible? Come with me, just a couple of pages back, it's, uh, what is it, it's, it's two pages back in my Bible, maybe it is in yours, to Luke chapter 18, that's where we're going to have a look, Luke chapter 18, um, and we'll pick it up from verse 31, just while you're finding that. So, we just heard Pilate, we just heard the judge, the boss, uh, and, and the priests and the rulers all ganging up on Jesus, crucify Him. That's what we've just seen, that's what happens. Have a look at chapter 18, verse 31, because did the bad guys win or did God's plan win? That's our second thing, God's plan won. Uh, so, these verses, uh, this is a bit earlier, a bit beforehand, uh, Jesus' words here in Luke chapter 18 and verse 31, we read this, Jesus took the twelve aside, who were they? His closest friends, His disciples. So, this is before all, everything went bad, Jesus took the twelve aside and told them, we are going up to Jerusalem and everything that's written by the prophets about the Son of Man, that's me, Jesus, everything that's written about the Son of Man will be fulfilled. He will be delivered over to the Gentiles, they'll mock Him, insult Him and spit on Him, they will flog Him and kill Him on the third day, He will rise again. Now, friends, I don't know why the bad guys win in your life sometimes, in my life sometimes, in our world sometimes. I don't know why evil wins in the world around us sometimes. But I know this, I know Jesus is able to win his plans, what He says, His loving plans, Jesus can still win even when the bad guys win. Is that comforting to know? In fact, Jesus can win even because the bad guys win and through the bad guys winning and as evil seems to win. So, thirdly, lastly, come back with me to Luke chapter 23, I've gone too many pages forward, Luke chapter 23, because what, what do I mean by Jesus winning when the bad guys win? Didn't He lose? I mean, they crucify Him, they kill Him, that's what happens there, I mean, that's the whole Good Friday story and that is not winning, is it, when you die on a cross? Do, do you remember, this, there's someone else in the story, there's someone else in this, who's this Barabbas guy? Tell me, what happens to him? Was Good Friday a bad day for Barabbas or was it the best day ever? Come back with me, Luke chapter 23, can we pick it up from verse 14, little number 14, and Pilate, and he said to him, 
Uh, you brought me him, Jesus. You brought me Jesus as one who was inciting the people to rebellion. I've examined him in your presence. I've found no basis for your charge against him. End of verse 15. Uh, as you can see, he's done nothing to deserve death. That's Jesus. Innocent, right? Come down to verse 18. But the whole crowd shouted, away with this man, release Barabbas to us. Barabbas, it tells us, had been thrown into prison for an insurrection in the city and for murder. Okay, who's Barabbas? This passage is telling us he was a legit bad guy. Uh, He deserved to have a bad day, if I can put it that way. Uh, Where is he? Uh, So, who is he? He's a legit bad guy. Where is he? He's in prison. And I suspect he was probably going to die there for the crimes that he's committed in their, you know, legal system. We're not told that though. Now, why was he there? Because he killed people. Because he deserves to be there. Because he'd done the kinds of things that they were accusing Jesus of doing, but he'd actually done them. About Barabbas, they were true things. Every day is a bad day for Barabbas, except Good Friday, except this day. Pilate, uh, let's have a look here, from verse uh, uh, 21, Pilate wants to release Jesus, uh, but, verse 21, but they kept on shouting, crucify him, crucify him, for the third time he spoke to them, why? But with loud shouts, they insistently demanded that Jesus be crucified and their shouts prevailed, so Pilate decided to grant their demand He released the man who had been thrown into prison for insurrection and murder, the one they asked for, Barabbas, and surrendered Jesus to their will. Brothers and sisters, friends this morning, do you know why I reckon Barabbas is in this story? I mean, yeah, I know, he's he's in the story because it really happened and Luke's telling us about what really happened, that's just how it went. Uh, uh, But do you know why I reckon we're told about him? It is to show us how such a bad day for Jesus can be a good day for God's plans to save you, how such a bad day for Jesus can be the best day for you. Jesus died that day, why? Well, because the bad guys won. That's true, they they did. Jesus didn't deserve it and, and believe me, his friends had a sad day, they went home and cried and cried as Jesus, our beautiful God, died on the cross uh, on that uh, first Good Friday. Why did Jesus die that day? Because the bad guys won, but also because God's plan won. Why did Jesus die? Because God wants people like you and me and Barabbas and all of us, God wants us to live because Jesus died. God wants people like you and me to win thanks to Jesus losing for us at the cross. That's why it's Good Friday. That's why we celebrate at Easter time. That's why it's the best day ever. Was it a bad day for Barabbas? No, it was the best day ever. Is it a bad day for us? No, it is the best day day ever. Friends, I don't know uh, all of you this morning, it's wonderful to see, I I saw before the service some comments of of people that um, I've not met or not seen for quite some time, I don't know what you're all going through at the moment but I'm sure of this, there are days in your life, in my life, there are days in our lives when it sure looks like the bad guys win. Evil wins, death wins, grief mounts, tears flow, sadness 
comes in on us, horrible things happen. How do I know God even cares, even knows, even sees, can even do anything about it? What hope do I have? You have Good Friday as your hope, that God sees and knows and cares and has done something about it. Good Friday says, Jesus let the badness win so that we could win the good. Jesus let death win so that we could win the life. God let evil win so that we could find our God again in Jesus. Is that the kind of God that we need in our lives right now? And that might mean, it might mean all sorts of things in terms of how it plays itself out. It it, it might mean that I'll be willing to lose in my life to help others win. If I'm going to be like Jesus, I should be willing to do that, shouldn't I? That's that's the the, the shape of a Christian life. It it might mean uh, now that I know that I can pray to God and Jesus, when I feel like the whole world is is losing, when things are falling apart, I I know He cares, He hears. Uh, He's faced this with me, I can pray to Him. It might mean lots of things in how it it works itself out um, and you might like to talk about that with the people that you're watching this with, but whatever it means, it means Good Friday means good news for me, means good news for you and thanks be uh, to God, it means good news uh, that our God um, lost, that we might win life. Shall we pray together? Let's pray. Father God in heaven, our God of goodness and our God of love, our God who came to a bad world and who shone the light of good and truth and love into it. Father, this Good Friday, would you reassure us that death is not the end and that sadness and badness can't win? They can't and they won't because we know that even death wasn't the end for Jesus. He lost his life, yes, but he lost his life for us. And God, as we now look toward Easter Sunday, uh, toward life, toward the empty tomb, toward hope for our dying world, we pray that you would help us be the kind of people who are willing to lose so that others can win, who, like Jesus, know that we don't have to win to be okay with you, who know that Jesus has already won for us. Uh, Help us to share that beautiful and wonderful and happy hope and in Jesus' name we ask it, Amen.